Okay, um, promotion to the Premier League. So we'll move on to the Championship now. We'll we'll we'll, we'll round out the Premier League uh, with the next two uh, topics, and then we'll we'll move on from there. So promotion to the Premier League. Who would like to go first? I can go. Okay, Lee. Lee want no. Lee, put your hand up first. Feeling it's not my fault. You don't have a video. If you, if I could have seen you put your hand up, then you might have been able to get there. But you can't just shout the answers out. You've got to raise your hand and go, Mr. Driscoll, I know the answer. All right. That's never going to happen in a month of Sunday. Well, then you're never going to go first. Lee, off you go, please. Now, I have got two very wild card teams in here. But I think just looking, they they stand a very good chance. So I have gone Can I just stop you? From experience, mate. Don't ever go for the wild cards. It never works. Well, <laughs> this is the topic that costs me every single year. <laughs> it nearly cost me last year. I have gone from first to obviously third by playoffs. Champion uh, playoff, yeah. It switch. Southampton. Southampton. Yeah. And. Birmingham. Birmingham? Oh, okay. Interesting shout. Uh, well, that's Tom Brady money. I just think, well, obviously the Tom Brady money, but looking at them so far, they're miles ahead of where they were last season in performances and just the way they play. Something's clicked and yeah, it's, it's coming together. So I think they could be a real wild, wild shout for players winning it that way. And I think Ipswich, from coming up from League One, have just carried on that form. And but as champions, they, though. Yeah, and they look like a, a team. I, game. I mean, if I you said could, playoffs, I would have been like, maybe I could see that happening. But champions, that's a... Bold prediction. Yeah. I mean, all they have to do is go up. So if they go up, regardless of how it is, you get the point anyway. But to you know, to actually say that they're going to win the league—that's that's okay, impressive. So um, we'll let feeling go next. Do you do you not have anything thematically that ties in well with that? Then no. No, he put his hand up second, didn't he? So. No, it's no, not about we, that. What we if know of. Look, look, no, listen. No. Listen. It doesn't necessarily matter about who goes first, okay? But if there is a thematic tie-in, you know, it's about storytelling on a podcast. You know, as the, as the producer and the host of the show, I need to make sure that we put out a good product. So if you have a story that weaves well into that, then feeling can go last for all I care. So <laughs> it's all about Entertainment. You know. So if you have a story that's better than him, he doesn't even have to no. go. I don't even care. So, you know, just you know <laughs> No, no, I don't feel it. Alright, feeling what have you got? <laughs> I don't want to go now. Oh fine, don't go there. Uh, Take your ball and go home. Oh <laughs> uh, well. Um so I I also selected Ipswich. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, but I've got I've got them as my playoff team. They're going up. Like, they're going up. Like, I'll like. give you I'll give you a a swing on that one. Like I, maybe, maybe. So I I do agree with you know a lot of, with a lot of league's reasoning. They've they've carried their momentum coming up from um, League One. They've played very well. They've signed very well, and I do think that they're going to literally go straight through. Um, they will go up by the playoffs. Though. They're not going to be champions. Uh, I do have Southampton as champions. I think once they, you know, they've, they've moved on a lot of players, they've signed a lot of players, but they still have by far the best squad in the championship. And when it, it's going to come together and they're just going to run away with the league at some point as it goes through. Uh, November, November, December, January, they will really kind of kick on. And then I pick Leicester as my other team to go up. I just feel like 
they've 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 got enough about them to go up in the other automatic promotions. But it was very difficult in selecting them, and I kind of kind of went with the devil, you know, as it were, in that scenario. They've they've come down. They've got the Premier League money. They've kept a lot of their they've kept a lot of that squad together, and and I just think that there's there's enough about them to go up in the second promotion as well. Okay. Tom? Alright, I'm gonna be a boy and agree with feeling on Leicester and Southampton. Um I would say Leicester's champions and uh Southampton's second. Uh although Southampton getting whooped five 0 by Sunderland does have me worried a little bit. Um but I feel that maybe it will come together for them. Um and after all the six which talk I feel like I need to back up Norwich here. And uh, go for them as playoff winners. Um, yeah, but they've got a decent manager in charge. Um, I think they'll put it together, probably in the playoffs. I was just going to say, I think with the Southampton thing, I think they may struggle up front a little bit because they let Nathan Teller go. And he, I thought this season, would have been someone they kept and would have been a key man like he was for Burnley last season. Yeah. I mean, they still got Che right and uh, Armstrong. But has Che Adams really shown anything? In I mean, the in championship, the championship, he did well, championship, didn't he? Yes. But he didn't show anything in the Premier League when he came up. So, this is where the thematic weaving comes in because this has worked out pretty perfectly, to be honest with you. Uh, because I too am gonna go for the Norfolk connection, uh, and I'm gonna go with Norwich as well. I don't have them as champions though, I have them going up in second. Um, I have Leicester as champions. Um, for the same reason, I think that they've kept their squad together pretty well. Um, I think that they have enough that they can bounce straight back. Um, so I, I think that my third choice, damn, this is a hard league, isn't it? Jesus. This, this yep. is the topic that took me the longest to decide. I ummed and ahed for so long. I really struggled to make a decision here. I finally landed on Bristol City. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, what? Yoy, 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 okay. What? That means I mean, it's a justification for this. You, you they really have to throw your wild card in. Real wild yeah. card. No. 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 <laughs> so, I mean, explain. They've had a, they've had a decent start to the season. They've, they're, they're, they're ticking along alright. And there are, my experience with the championship is that the teams that are doing really well at the start, don't always convert that into a playoff spot. You know, there are numerous examples of teams that have started very, very well, and then by the end of the season, oh. they're almost relegated. Hey, so... Charlton, Richard. Yeah, exactly. But Bristol UPR City haven't had an amazing start, but a good enough start that they're not out of touch... But still not great enough that a little wobble wouldn't kill them and they can still go under the radar a little bit. And if I'm not mistaken, I do believe they have ch- uh, play- playoff experience before. Am I right or am I wrong, Tom? Yeah, they got to a final. So could they get to That's a final fine. again? Alleluton. Knows, it's not yeah, two maybe. seasons in a row. It's not two seasons in a row. I get that. But the team have been to a playoff final. We've, we've, we're going through a bit of a trend of new teams coming into the league as well. And like I said, I was just, I'm not convinced by Southampton. I could personally see them finishing bottom mid table, losing a lot of their players. And then being one of the teams that struggles to get back up for decades, you know, Leeds, uh, Southampton, who've previously done it before. Um, 
Ipswich, I think, I mean, it might be wrong, but it might be a step too far. Um, the other teams that I was thinking about that could do it, West Brom, but they let me down last season, so I'm not picking them again. Um, this would be the season that they do it, and I will go and personally burn West Bromwich to the ground if they do that. Um, who on else record. was I thinking? Pardon? On record then for that, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So if there's a massive fire in West Bromwich, everyone yeah. knows. <laughs> it was the butterfly, I tell you, the butterfly. Um, talk about, about self incrimination right there. <laughs> but but yeah, I don't know. I just well, thought... I mean, that's the beauty with the championship, isn't it? It literally could be anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't gonna be Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But that's that's the beauty of it, isn't it? Who would have said it would have been Luton? Well, none of us did, that's for sure. No, no, no. I I, I think, in a way, you sort of could have seen Luton because of what happened with them last season. Yeah, but when the coach left um, to go and take charge of Southampton... That could have easily been a capitulation. Get the wrong man in charge there, and all of a sudden they're tumbling again. Yeah, you know, could have, yeah. But... They weren't nailed on. No one would have turned around and at the beginning of the season said, "Yeah, Luton definitely going up." You know, I I, I don't see oh, why Bristol. I don't see why Bristol City getting into the playoffs is more a ridiculous statement than Ipswich are going to win the league. I mean, that was a ridiculous statement. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. What was? Okay. Yeah, it's it's winning the league. Why is it ridiculous? This is the championship. Exactly. Yeah, so you're telling me Bristol City yeah, can't get into the playoffs? Come on. But I feel I, I feel that we need a side wager on it. But <laughs> just we to make have, it interesting. We have yeah. seen that you can be the biggest team in the championship and not make it. Yeah. True. But then you've also seen that crazy, ridiculous, where the hell did they come from, teams, get to the playoff final? For, yeah. Well, to be fair, Forrest and Luton for the last two years, nobody would have had Forrest to go up the season. They went up. And they were surprised. At one point. I'm surprised no one said Preston. Preston is sitting top. Yeah, Preston. Yeah. Again, I just see them as one of the teams that is just going to fall away. <laughs> I, and I fell into the trap with QPR last season, and I ain't doing that again. <laughs> Yeah, that nearly was really bad. The thing is the fact they were like three points above being relegated come the end of the season, so I am not falling into that trap. Yeah, so I kind of went middle of the road. I went for the team that hasn't had a blistering start, but hasn't had an awful start. They've had a decent start. And keep that consistency up and you stay in and around it for the season, get into the playoffs at the end, boom. You know, you can finish like bottom of, what is it, third to fifth? Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, third, third to six. You can finish sixth and come up into the Premier League. You're telling me yeah. Bristol City can't finish sixth? I'm not saying they might make the players. I just don't see them going up. Fair enough. So nobody fancies Leeds then? No. No, no they've been gutted. They don't look good so yeah, far. I think that they've just, that last season was a really poor season. They've lost pretty much the rest of their decent squad they they're not looking they're like not they're coming back up for a while they don't look the like they're recovering well no they're not they're not coming back up for a while they're the team that are going to get stuck again sad to say because it was nice to see them back in the premier league again but they just were awful like i mean even when everyone yeah. was saying look at how good at the football they were playing they were still awful yeah, sure, they're playing good football, but they're losing today. all the time, you know? So you can and be the prettiest football team in the world, but if you're, yeah, if you're shipping goals, then what difference does it make? They had, they had a new manager in charge, Jesse Marsh, like, and come on. Yeah. yeah. He was shocking. Yeah, but it started under the greatest coach that ever lived, Bielsa. Yeah. I mean, even he was shipping goals. Because of what he, the sort of tactic, and he was Formation yeah, the, the, the perfect way to play football. Yeah, everyone. I get it. Yeah. In the championship, they outrun it. They they just overwhelmed, overwhelmed and outrun everybody. You can't do that in the Premier League. Okay, last topic uh, for the Premier League. 
um, is first manager sacked. Now, we had a discussion uh, on our group chat. Lee said that the Wolves manager had already gone. Uh, was it Lopetegui? Lopetegui. I yeah. thought he went before the season started. He did, right. yes. Like four right. days before kickoff. So, in my estimation, Gary O'Neill took charge on the first day with the first game. So, from that point onwards, I'm going to count this. Just because of how late we do our predictions. If we did our predictions in pre-season, then yeah, you could you could have picked that. And then that would have been a massive surprise. Because it's like, we haven't even started the season yet and he's lost his job. But because when we do it, we do it after the transfer window. I'm happy to rule from the first day of the season until now, which is the 14th of September. Um, yeah. That is when we can go. So, who do we think is the first man going to be gone? Let's go feeling because he'll cry if we don't pick him first this time. Not necessarily. <laughs> no, never. I wasn't going to do that. Um, I have gone for Sheffield United's manager. Okay. Yeah, I feel I feel like they are the owners are going to get panicky very quickly, um, and we'll pull the trigger on him if they are still in the bottom two. Come kind of end of October, uh, between the end of October and mid-November, I would say. That's usually when your first firings come around that point, isn't it? Yeah, if they if they because they're not playing particularly great, um. They don't really, I mean, yeah, right, they drew with Everton, but I don't see them where they're picking up other points from. They, they, their run of games isn't exactly that favourable. So I feel like he'll be the first one gone. Because Luke, I don't think, will get rid of their manager because they know what this season kind of is. Mm. And, they, and even if they do, he certainly won't be the first to go. If he's going to be gone, he'll be probably around January where they might try and maybe freshen it up if they are, well, as I think, like, Running on an extremely low level of points, they might do it at that point to give the manager the January transfer window. Yeah, probably, <laughs> but they'll give him the January transfer window in the second half of the season to do something. So I don't see him going straight away. So yeah, so I've gone for the Sheffield United manager. I've gone. I don't know his name, but I've gone Bournemouth manager. I can't even pronounce his name. Oh, Mister Mister Efflushline. Yeah, I know him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, him. that guy. Is it uh, Ariel yeah. or something? Oh, something like that. Yeah, I've yeah, I've Ioli? manager. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Ariola's the the goalkeeper, isn't he? That's the Ariola's the goalkeeper. Yeah, for Fulham. I don't know where he is now. West Ham. Um, uh, West Ham. Yeah. Yeah. West Ham. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Bournemouth. I think they will, even though I haven't haven't got them for relegation, but I think they will collapse, and I think he will bite for the dust. Do you think the owners will realise they've made a mistake and make the change quickly? Then oh god, yeah, yeah, they they realise that Gary O'Neill, the job he did there was good, and it kept them up, and you know. They should have given him more time, uh, and then they realised that they didn't make a great choice. Just like when they decided to sign Solanke. Now, <laughs> I can see him going the other way and doubling down on it, and being like, "We're not wrong. You're wrong for for not supporting the manager. <laughs> you're all. I hate you all. I'm going to my room." Um, so I could see them. Definitely doubling down on it and being like, no, he's our man. He is our man. He's our man. Shut up. Stop asking us this question. No, we haven't ruined this club. What are you talking about? Um, so I haven't picked him to go first, but there, there, there is a lot to be said for that as well. There is, it, it, both of those choices were also ideas that I had as well. Um, but I, I sell both of them. I saw Bournemouth as definitely being a doubling down kind of thing because everyone said, what are you doing firing Gary O'Neill? Whereas I could see them going, no, we've made the right decision. It will come good eventually. Sheffield United, I also see as the club that they're like, I mean, it took them ages to fire, um, what's his face? 
Chris Wilder. Chris Wilder. Yeah, thank you. It took them ages to fire him, so I could see them sticking with their manager for a long time. I agree with Luton. I also don't think that Luton will, will get rid of their man, at least not for a long time. They're the kind of team that you could see would happily stick with him till the end of the season, and probably stick with him even after they got relegated as well. But if they were going to get rid of him, would pull the trigger super late, like in April or something like that. Um, I fell upon Sean Dyche. And I... I mean, again, that's... You know, that could easily easily see that happening. I think Everton have given themselves a bit of a track record now that they're quite quick with the trigger. You know, they, they were always known as a club for a long time that would give you time and give you the opportunity to prove yourself, but they've had, what, four managers in the last two years? Oh, God, it's like, it's virtually a one manager, right? Super Frankie Lampard. Yeah, I mean... I do agree with you, if the results aren't there and the football's not great, the crowd will turn very quickly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I see that happening quite easily. And, and I think that I personally think throw a dart at the bottom half of the league and you probably wouldn't go wrong. Um, no. The other one I thought was Ten Hag, but then I also said, like I said, I think Man U are the type of team that have shown that they're willing to stick with someone. Yeah, that's that's not a this season. Yeah, like... I could see that beginning in next season if they started slowly the this season, beginning the next season. Yeah, I could see that, but I think that they've just given him a bit of money to spend and I think that they're... Got a lot I mean, of rope they, showed with, they showed with Solskjaer, they gave him a lot of rope to hang himself with, didn't they? Yeah. You know, So I think that they've proven that they're capable of doing that, but let's see if uh, Tom disagrees. Uh, yeah, Sean Dyche was going to be my pick, but I'm going to be different. Okay. Uh, okay. For my answer. So I think this is the first category where we've all got something different. Yeah, it's different too. I'm going to go for Marcus Silva just to be different. He was another one that I thought as well, but then I, I changed my mind and I thought, I think that he'll outlast. Sean Dyche. He'll, he'll, I think they'll get rid of him quite quickly, but I just think he'll outlast them. But yeah, like I said, that bottom half of the league. Yeah, no, I, I do agree with you there, Rich. You could throw a dart in a team in that league, in the bottom half of that league, and it wouldn't be a surprise if they changed their manager before Christmas. It's just literally which domino falls first. Because as soon as one domino, domino goes, it will happen really quickly. It will go very, very quickly, but it's just which of those dominoes goes first. Yeah. Right, I mean, okay. Pers- I, I hope that Pochettino is the person sacked. I mean, again, another one I could see happening. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 not ridiculous to say. No, next pounds. week Chelsea have fired him. You know, like oh, because you've lost another game. You know. Yeah. We need to get into the Champions League World Cup. What are you doing? You know. Go out and get me this uh, Pep uh, Gary Diola guy. He's good. Get, go get him for me. There's still talk of them signing more players, isn't there? Even at the moment, it's like for crying out loud. Yeah. Well, they just saw they just signed some player from Ledley something. Who? They just signed him to come in in January. They're they're an absolute joke, but we digress. Yeah. Yeah. But again, yeah, not an unrealistic decision, I would say. No. Right, okay. Uh, That is it. We are done with the Premier League. Uh, Let's start firing through these ones a little bit quicker. So the two cups we can do pretty quickly. Don't really need to go into much decision-making why you think they did or not. So let's get those rattled off quickly. So first cup of the season, League Cup. Uh, I will go first this time because I haven't gone first for a while. I have gone with Arsenal for the League Cup. I am... I, I think that uh, could they win four games? They can win four games. Yeah, Lee, you look like potentially you agree with me. Yeah, I've gone. I've gone Arsenal League Cup, and I've gone Man City FA Cup. Oh, he's gone. He's gone for the FA Cup already. I told you, you got to edge the listeners. All right, Sorry. All right. You, got to, 
You've got to tease them. Show them a little bit of nip. I'm new, I'm new to podcasts. Only my third one. <sighs> you got to do it. But okay, he's done the FA Cup. So Arsenal and City, yeah? Yeah. Okay, well, we might as well go back to me because I've said the exact same thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I said Arsenal and City. <laughs> League Cup, FA Cup, yeah. So knock them, off, knock them both off then as, as, uh, as Lee's just happy to just, you know, you know, he doesn't direct porn, so he's he's happy to just go straight for the money shot. <laughs> just get it over and done with, will ya? <laughs> None of this story, bollocks. Get it done. <laughs> All right, uh, Tom, who have you got? Um, so I think Arsenal have got a very tough tie in the league cup with Brentford away. I think. So I'm not confident enough to pick us. Um, my prediction for the League Cup, looking at it now, I'm like, what? Why have I picked this team to win the League Cup? I don't know. But Tottenham. Screw it. Uh, <laughs> screw it. Chelsea to win the League Cup. Because uh, Poch is going to win something with every team he's managed, other than Spurs. Um, and uh, I'm going to be quite too close to the what did he win with Southampton? Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. With, yeah, with yeah, teams yeah. that you expect to win stuff with. Again, what did he win with Southampton? With teams you'd expect to win stuff with. More likely to win something with Southampton than you are with Tottenham. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got another championship this season, couldn't they? Yeah. Good point. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, FA Cup. I've got a bit more positive though. I'm going to go for Arsenal to win FA Cup. Okay, so Chelsea. Chelsea and Arsenal, okay, fine. And Phelan, let's round this off. I put the same as you and Lee. Oh, so Arsenal City as well, okay. Yeah. Wow. That's. Doesn't need much discussion. I thought I was being a bit out there when I picked Arsenal for the League Cup, but apparently no. I'm yeah. I'm I'm in the I'm in the zeitgeist with everyone. We all think the same thing. Okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, right. So we have uh, two categories left. Uh, let us start with. Ballon d'Or. Let's go Ballon d'Or first. Who, who who do we think is going to win the Ballon d'Or league? I was just scratching my neck. I wasn't putting the hand up. Um, I don't care. I picked you. <laughs> this is this is dictator Richard now. You're going first. Go. <laughs> I'm going to say Mbappe. Okay. Ballon d'Or this year. I think Messi and Ronaldo are done now their time has come and it's it's time for the new guns I I couldn't I I couldn't I couldn't put them they're going to be put forward for it but I'd rather I'd rather Ronaldo hasn't Ronaldo isn't in the list is he he's not in the he's not in the the short list no but Messi is yeah so I you know I would have Maybe I wouldn't have even put Messi in the shortlist because they're not in competitive leagues to a point. The Saudi league, a bit of a runaway league where, you know, Ronaldo's going to bang in 40, 40 goals in a season. In a season. And then Messi is just killing it over in America. So it's not really much of a challenge for him, is it? Whereas European Champions League, you know, they're, they're Paris Saint-Germain are playing against Paul's team. So, and Bappe's got through this set. Okay. So that's why I think old Killian's going to do it. Okay, let's go to Thielen next. Uh, I think Harland. Harland, okay. Yeah. Scoring 50-some-odd goals across the, the season in all competitions. And obviously, City won the Champions League. Predominantly, he was the missing piece of the puzzle that was brought in to do it. And they've done it. Big impact on their season, so I'd see him winning it. Okay. Me and Tom, we're going to go at the same time, all right? So, ready? Three, two, one. Messi. Lionel Richie. (laughs) Yeah, Lionel Richie, yeah. Um, it's obviously Messi. He won the World Cup. Yeah, that's it. he won the World Cup, and this is the last possible chance they have to give it to him again yeah. for winning the World Cup. So, that's, that's 
yeah, there is there is no. This is the first one that they could have given it to him since the World Cup, so that it's going to him because he won the World Cup, and they know for what Lee was saying, this is probably going to be the last time that they're able to reward him with it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, yeah, I'd agree. He probably should. And I think that if Mbappe had won the World Cup, then maybe it would be Mbappe as well. But... Oh, if, if France had won the World Cup, it would have been Mbappe all day long. Oh, yeah. yeah but, yeah, French I don't see... French award, French complication. I don't see any possible way that it couldn't be messy this, this, this year. Unless someone comes along, like Mbappe and scores 16 goals in a Champions League match, or Haaland goes and scores 25 goals against Liverpool or something like that in a game, there is no possible way that it's not going to go to Messi, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. Um, I really think... Yeah, I don't want Messi to win the Ballon d'Or, but I, yeah, I can't really see anyone other than him winning it, just for the because you won the World Cup, finally. Hmm. Um you're going to play the tournament, so we're going to give it to you. And this will be his swan song. This is, you know, like Salah exactly. winning the PFA player there for this season. Um, this will be his swan song. Last one, last category for me, gentlemen. This one I had a little bit of trouble with. I have a feeling that you guys probably didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have the feeling that all of you have been like, no, of course it's going to be blah, blah, blah. Uh, Champions League winners. I have gone with Real Madrid, but I'm not confident of that decision. Did you go for that last season? I did go for that last season when I was confident in it, but this season I'm not. I don't see... You know, I was actually going to go for a complete and utter wild card, Napoli, but I think that even if they got to the final, the event would probably get to them more than, you know, because it's been a long time since getting there. But, so I decided to go safe, just because I don't think Munich are quite there yet. I don't think that PSG are ever going to win it. I, no, I, I don't, PSG has their chance. Yeah, I don't think any Italian team is quite strong enough to make it. And I think City will be a little bit drained this season. I I, I don't see them retaining. I I mean I could be wrong, but I just I it took them so much to win it. It's the yeah, same reason why I didn't have them. Da- yeah, it's the same reason I didn't have them down for the League Cup because otherwise I would have gone treble. But I can see them switching off a little oh. bit. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I, I found this category I mean, really tough to choose as well. I picked Madrid as well, to be fair. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've gone I've gone round Madrid uh, to win it this season, to be fair. Uh so purely then oh I mean, yeah, it was really difficult to pick and I with you that City I don't see them retaining. I feel like the hangover from last season will probably uh, hit them. I think they'll be they'll go out and kind of the quarterfinals probably. And um, so I I've got and like you yeah, I don't Napoli could, but I feel like the closer they get to the final, the the occasion will become an issue. Exactly uh, and I even if they made the final, I th- I feel like it would be because of the game at home would carry them through. Probably get beat away and then put big performance at home to make the final and then. The occasion would be kind of too much for them. Bayern Munich aren't there, and they're defensively they're awful. They look really weak, and they may be scoring three or four at the top, but they're they're conceding two or three at the back, uh, which in Europe you can't get away with doing. Um, and yeah, PSG, there's, there's nobody in France that's going to win the Champions League for a while, even in the new format which comes in next season. So I've gone Madrid. Right there, wow! Yep. Exact same reasoning as well. That's that's a bit odd. I mean, it's quite interesting that we both thought Napoli could be the dark horse, but yeah, the occasion I think would 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 get to them. I, I personally think I think that they're good enough that they can get to the latter stages. I think, like you, I think the home environment will just 
carry them through home games, but away yeah. games might be tough for them. Um, so yeah, I agree. Uh, either of you two have anything thematically to go in there, or is it just random? That's what I mean. Uh, you're both just random. Okay, so we'll 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 finish with Lee. So Tom, you go next. Um. Uh, I was going to pick Man City and be boring, but I'm not going to be boring. I'm going to go except with the same team that I picked last season again. Uh, I'm going to go Bayern Munich just because I want the image of Harry Kane lifting the Champions League trophy at Wembley. Could have done it before if he didn't bottle it. At Wembley. It didn't matter if it was at Wembley or not. He could have already won the Champions League, but he bottled yeah, it. Could. Because apparently, yeah. you know, losing at Spurs isn't really a big deal. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> Who cares if it's a Champions League <laughs> final? They're not going to mind. They're not going to care, are they? So, whatever. Yeah, um... My one black mark against Real Madrid is a lack of a goal scorer, maybe. I know Belling has been banging them in so far, hasn't he? But I don't know if that's going to continue it's all season. in Spain. I don't, I don't really count banging them in in Spain. But being the Champions League, though, that's different. That's the uh, thing, yeah. It's, like, it's all well and good scoring um, against Getafe, but can you do it against yeah. AC? I am a little worried about Bayern in the sense that Man City ripped them apart last season, really. Um... But I'm hoping that they've learned from that experience and get better. And obviously now they've got Harry Kane up front as well. I mean, I'm hoping that they can, they can win it this season. Okay. Lee, how do you want to round it out? Well, I've gone completely a completely different team to all of you. Ooh. And I've gone Barcelona. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think this could, could be the season where it's the start of Barcelona coming back to what they used to be. And one way of doing that is winning Champions League. So, I'm from them. I see that next season with the new league format, but yeah. not this year. I, I mean, yeah, won... I, sorry, go on. They won the La Liga, right? So it's got to count for something. Um, but I think it's too early. I think for the same reasons that Phelan thinks that Bayern Munich will struggle is why I think Barcelona will struggle. They've got good up top, but defensively, <laughs> They've got a soft underbelly, you know, and they're not yeah. the Barcelona team that they once were. They're they're the Barcelona team that we grew up with. They were, they were all right, but they weren't anything absolutely mind-blowing. They had some decent players that everyone liked, but you didn't really say that they were ever really a challenge for the Champions League or something, would you? I mean, that's how I see Barcelona at the moment. I see them more like that. Good side, decent players, some really good players, but beatable, very beatable. Right, and with that, I think we're all done, gentlemen. So, one last thing that we need to discuss, uh, and that is the Sacked in the Morning Hall of Fame trademark copyright registered brand. Um, I what I wanted to do. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I so we we had the August um, player of the month um, recently, uh, and I wanted to do something around the what well, since we've recorded the last episode, we've had the August player of the month thing. So I wanted to do something around that. So I wanted to do the first player of the month versus the most. But did you know? Not one player has won it more than once. What? Really? What? Yeah. Nah, I'm probably right. Since its inception in 1994, not one player has won 
Player of the Month more than once in August. Oh, in August, just in August. In August, yeah. Oh, right, that makes more sense. Yeah, so, like, but I thought someone would have at least won it twice, you know, like, but, yeah. So, I copped out and went for a a bull one instead. So, we are going to do Steven Gerrard versus Frank Lampard, because I couldn't think of anything else, because... Mate, that's a Mate, I had this all. I had this idea all set up, and then the PFA, the Player of the Month, went and buggered me over. So I just went, you know what? Screw it. Yeah. So these two have always been linked with each other. That's why I did these two. Nice and easy, quick one that I could just get off the table because otherwise I had no, no idea. So Stephen George Gerrard, MBE, was born the thirtieth of May, nineteen eighty, in Whiston, UK. Uh, beginning his youth career for Liverpool in 1989, he would spend nearly his entire career at the club, making his first appearance on the 29th of November 1998, coming on as a substitute against Blackburn Rovers. He made 13 appearances in his first season, but would begin to become a regular in the side the following season, scoring his first goal in a 4-1 win over Sheffield Wednesday. Gerrard would make 50 appearances in his third season, scoring 10 goals in all competitions, including one in the UEFA Cup final, as Liverpool would win the treble of Cups FA, League and the aforementioned UEFA. In the 2004-2005 pre-season, he was the subject of a drawn-out transfer saga, which would eventually see Gerrard turn down the £20 million move to Chelsea and at the end of the season he would score one of three goals for Liverpool as they would go on to be AC Milan in the Champions League final. In 2015 Gerrard would eventually leave Liverpool for the MLS joining LA Galaxy playing one season and retiring on the 24th of November 2016 five days short of exactly 18 years from his debut. On the international front, he was dubbed one of England's golden generation who were expected to achieve greatness on all fronts. However, during his 114 caps for England, they never achieved much. During these 114 caps, he would score 21 goals with 749 club appearances and 190 goals. He won six domestic cups, three continental cups, named UEFA Footballer of the Year, PFA Player of the Year, PFA Young Player of the Year, and the Football Writers Association Footballer of the Year once, FA Player of the Year twice, 18 separate Team of the Year inclusions, and inducted into two Hall of Fames. Or will it be Frank James Lampard, OBE, who was born on the 20th of June, 1978, in Romford, UK. Lee, you look like you've zoned out. Are you? Like... I'm listening. Okay, I didn't know if you were with us anymore or not, or if you yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, nah, I'm man, you, I'm yeah. scrolling Twitter. <laughs> no, no, I don't no, like no. either of these players, so screw it. <laughs> <laughs> did I say when he was born? Yeah, I did. In Romford, UK. Yeah, anyway, 20th of June, 1978, in case you forgot. Uh, he began his youth career at West Ham United in 1994, making his professional debut for Swansea City as a loanee in a game against Bradford City. He made his debut for West Ham in... Turning the page... January against Coventry City. He played one more game that season, and the next season was much the same after he sustained a broken leg and considered quitting football after some Chelsea fans jeered him off... uh, Chelsea? West Ham fans jeered him off the pitch. Sorry. You just hear crappy behaviour and you think Chelsea fans, don't you? So, Yeah. His performances improved throughout the 97-98 season, but it would be the following season where he would become uh, ever-present in the side helping them finish fifth in the league and qualify for the Intertoto Cup. It is in this competition that Lampard would score his first ever European goal and the first trophy of his career. At the end of the 2000-2001 season, both his father and uncle left the club 
And without nepotism to fall back on, oh, sorry, uh, uh, that's, uh, my my right, I shouldn't have said that. Um, due to the uh, perceived treatment of his father and uncle, he decided to leave the club, moving to Chelsea for eleven million pounds. His first few seasons were successful at the club, but it was not until the 2004-2005 season where both Frank and Chelsea would see their first success, winning the league, and from here, the club would continue to find frequent success throughout. Lampard would stay with the club until 2014, becoming the club's top ever goalscorer with 211 goals, before a move to the MLS side, New York FC. Uh, the club, being owned by Manchester City, decided to decided to loan the player back to the latter on an initial six-month deal, which was extended until the end of the Premier League season, causing outrage by New York City fans. Lots of air quotes in this one. So, just, <laughs> are you um, not calling the New York City fans fans? That's can you be a a, can you be a fan of a club that's never played a professional game? Pushkin. He would eventually make his MLS debut in August 2015, playing only one season before announcing his retirement. Did you enjoy his performances, New York City fans? Let me know. On the international front, he was dubbed one of England's golden generation, who were expected to achieve greatness on all fronts. However, during his 106 caps, uh, the team never achieved much. However, uh, where's the next part of that? There's lots of pages on this, so you need to forgive me. Uh, during these... 106 caps. Uh, where are you again? Uh, he would score 29 goals. There we go. <laughs> uh, playing 115, uh, 915 club games with 274 goals. He won three league titles. How many club games? Uh, 915. It's a lot of games. That, that doesn't count, right? These are the stats that I got. Yeah, he played for over 20 years. Yeah. And like Chelsea, he was like pretty much in the team every single game, every single competition, wasn't he? So, um, anyway, he won three league titles, eight domestic cups, three continental cups, uh, named FWA, PFA fans, FA and MLS player of the year once, UEFA midfielder of the year once, eight separate team of the year inclusions, Chelsea's record goal scorer and inducted into the Premier League Hall of Fame. So, there you go. There's your bullshit cop-out choice to make. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Let's go, no Mike. One, apparently. Okay. Thanks for that. Let's go, Mike. Exactly. That's what I meant. I'm going to say Gerard because I preferred him as a player over Lampard. Simple as that, yeah? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. He was, Glad we got I, some good I prefer. I prefer Everyone's tired and they want to go to bed. That's what's happening. I, I know what's happening here. We're all just going to say, eh, just, bollocks, just choose him. I'm, I'm tired. I want to go. All right. <laughs> no one wants away. to put in the hard work because I, mean, I got work I mean, tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, looking at Tom's face, he looks like about to go to sleep where he sits, but you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. I mean, I'd have worked tomorrow. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I liked watching Gerald play, you know. He was. Uh, was my, uh, was my preference out of the two. If, if I ever got into the debate over which one should start, Lampard or Gerard, I'd always pick Gerard. Well, this is more, why, just obviously, more my type of player. I put these two together because there was always the question of which one do you start, Lampard? No, it was a cop. You can't play them. I'm trying both to justify together. your cup out. Yeah, no, I completely agree. But it was a massive conversation piece for the majority oh, was, of their yeah. playing career, wasn't it? Much like early on. In the 2000s, like, England don't have a left footer. How are we supposed to play without a left footer? 
All but, right, Lee, come yeah, on, let's get your so answer so we can I, get you off to bed quickly. <laughs> no, I I was going to say, uh, out of the two, Landmark. Okay. Because I, I used to be only one of the reasons. Because you used to be a Chelsea fan. No. Because all the turmoil. Because you used to be a Chelsea through, fan. No. Let me finish. Stop <laughs> interrupting. To interrupt what you did. Because yeah. all the turmoil went through at West Ham when his when his uncle and dad were there and the fans were just against him and then he goes and scores in the Intertoto Cup, they win that and then he moves on to Chelsea and wins three Premier Leagues and everything from there. I think just just from that is over Gerard, who never won a Premier League title. So that's why I'd say Lampard over Gerard, because Lampard won the biggest prize in English football. Yeah. So that, but, that you know. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. That's 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 a good argument. Here, here's a here's a feeling type question for you. Uh, would Lampard have even been given a shot at West Ham if he didn't have Daddy and Uncle to help him? I don't think he would have done. It's a tough one, but then it all depends if if it wasn't Uncle and Daddy, if the other coach or manager saw potential in him. He must. He must. I know people are going to say he got picked just because of that, but clearly not because he'd shown he had put. Footballing potential and became the player that he did. I mean, don't get me wrong. All of football, uh, speaking from experience, I can tell you, all of football is nepotism. It's not. It, it, you need to know the right people. So I, I, I'm not in any way deriding him for that. But what I'm saying is, is that it probably gives you a pretty decent start. We, we can't deny it. it can't. It, it didn't help. It, you can't deny that it did not help him get established no. in the. Because oh, it helped him. Yeah. But then, yeah, he obviously stepped into being his own man and, and went on to do tremendous things. I absolutely agree. So, you know, I proved everyone wrong at the end of the day. I, I agree like it would probably have taken two or three seasons longer and then would he have become the player that he'd become if it had taken him two or three more seasons to break into the West Ham first? So, I think that what Phelan is trying to say is that if it had taken him longer because he didn't have his dad and his uncle in charge of the team, would he have turned into Lee Hendry 2.0? I think Freeland yeah, is what he's trying you. to say. It is. You yes. don't, you don't well, know, do you? Hey, man, everyone. He, he, a former Wonder Kid on Champ Manager, I might point out as well, by the way. <laughs> So, you know, everyone was on the, the, you know, the Lee Hendry train at one point. You know, oh, this kid is going places. He is quality. It's, it's, it's the little, it's the little differences that, that, uh, that are the difference between absolute Premier League legend and former wonder kid mediocrity. It's, it's the little, it's the little things. And I think that having, such close family members in the two most important positions in the team picking, you know, structure couldn't have hurt. No. But he's uh, after that, he's the one that got Chelsea to make the bid because of his quality. He moved on to Chelsea and he did what he did there alone. Yeah. So I'm not denying that he's a great player. Absolutely not at all. But what I'm saying is, is that sometimes a little bit of luck we can make it through the night, you know? <laughs> yeah, that, that, having that opportunity, yeah, he had that opportunity. All right, Tom, take us on home, Daddy. Steven Gerrard, good night. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I will elaborate. I will elaborate. He's next to ever. Tom, no, don't, because everyone wants to go to bed, Tom. So <laughs> don't elaborate. We'll leave it there. Thanks for joining me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was still feeling answer kind of here. I just enjoyed watching Gerald play more than, uh, than Frank Lampard, really. Maybe a little bit biased because I don't like Lampard, don't like Chelsea. But yeah, I always enjoyed watching uh, Gerard play. Um, 
I know there's the argument that he never won the Premier League. Like, I, I, I get that. that. That's fine. Um, I love it as Paul. Well, I say <laughs> I feel it's solely down to him. But I guess when you fall over in um, an important game, maybe it is kind of down to you. Then I guess. But the rest of the team didn't pull him back out of it, did they? So you know, no, it's not completely his fault. Quite a big day. He did slip over. Yeah, it was funny. It was hilarious. He did. He did fall like a fish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, Gerald, just because of the enjoyment factor. Okay. Well, Stephen Gerrard's going into the Hall of Fame because I don't need to cast a vote. But I'm pretty sure anyone that knows me knows my answer anyway. Lee, maybe not, but I'm pretty sure Tom and Phelan should definitely know my answer on this, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> you two are not my friends at all. Lee, you have, you, you, there is an opening to become my best friend, mate. If you can, if you, if you can tell me why I would pick you, who I would pick, you can become my new best friend. Cause these two pillocks obviously don't listen to me. <laughs> so I have said, for years and years and years that, to me, the best player in the world should be the player that makes the biggest difference to their team when they are playing. It, I, You know, take Ronaldo out of that Real Madrid team, Real Madrid's still a Real Madrid. Take Messi out of that Barcelona team, Barcelona is still Barcelona. Take Steven Gerrard out of that Liverpool team and they are a pub side. Steven Gerrard, when that, during those years when he was at Liverpool, you know, the, 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 the middling years was Roy of the Rovers. If any player pitified, uh, typified, get Pitified. on my back, lads, <laughs> get on my back, lads, I will take us over the finish line. It was Steven Gerrard. And I know that you say his slip cost them the Premier League, but he also helped win them a Champions League through his performance in that final. Yeah, he was, the reason why they won the Champions League. He was that goal against Olympiacos just absolutely summed him up to a T, and he dragged them to that Champions League win. Kicking and screaming. Well, yeah, people people forget that they were almost eliminated. If, they, if Gerard hadn't scored that goal, they'd have been eliminated from the competition altogether. Yeah, they'd have the group stage, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they'd have been the group stage. That, to me, is the period where he should have won the Ballon d'Or. Because he was, by far and away, the player that made the most difference to his side when he played and when he didn't. Take, G- 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 take Gerard out of that. Liverpool team and Liverpool do not get anywhere near the Champions League. They do not win any trophies whatsoever. They are not even challenging for the league for him to slip up and cost them the, it in the first place. So for me, it would have been Gerard. It doesn't matter what I think now, but for that reason alone, I just, I always thought Steven Gerrard should have been like a Ballon d'Or winner. For, See, that's why I was talking about Stephen Pardon? See, that's why I, I knew you, what you thought about Stephen Gerrard. Yeah, 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 I'm sure you did, yeah. Why did yeah, you yeah, say yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, we did. Yeah, 100%. We did. I said that for years, that I think that the Ballon d'Or should go to the player that makes the biggest difference to their side, not just like, ah, oh, who, who banged in 50 goals in Spain. You know? Like, it should be like, there should be a team factor taken into consideration in that as well, I think. And <laughs> it's not. It's always just a popularity contest, but which is why Messi will win it this year. But that, for me, that Steven Gerrard was best player in the world, hands down. You take him out of that Liverpool side and their mid-table mediocrity. That's just my opinion. Yeah, but, but 
Both very good players, I will not deny that. Both outstanding players in their generation who just couldn't make it happen at international level, really. Unfortunately. But anyway, Steven Gerrard, you are slip-sliding your way into the <laughs> Sacked in the Morning Hall of Fame. Anyway, everyone is falling asleep. Uh, me and Feeling seem to be the only ones that are still wide awake. So but I can't see Feeling. I was going to say he, he sounds he sounds perky, perky enough if you listen to him. But Feeling, say uh, something for me. Something. Okay, that didn't really, you know, that, <laughs> didn't, that didn't sound very energetic at all. Yeah. Something. What? <laughs> Yeah, I can't do it. No, yeah. Way to prove my point, feeling. Constantly letting me down. Yeah. But what did you do? You shouldn't I... be expecting anything else. It's just Why that, do I that's keep your inviting expectation. Next time, I'm gonna. I'm, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make a separate group without feeling in it, and and we'll make the <laughs> real arrangements in that one. All right. We won't bother. You know, we'll tell him okay. it's on a Saturday, but really, we'll be doing it on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fair. Why not? You well, you'll miss my dulcet tones. That's not lie about this. What is your tones? Something dulcet tones. <laughs> what you're talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly that. Anyway, before we go, I remembered I need to thank hey. our Patreon supporter Cole Warley, who is one of the hoi polloi. He has access to. This show, up to two weeks early, he could have been watching live. I don't know if he is or not, but he could have been, is the point. You too could be watching us record this live. And you can also listen to this completely unedited. Yeah, swear words and, and all, everything, all the, all the, all the dirtiness in, in the unedited version. Or access to any of our shows as well. You can join our Patreon for as little as one pound. If you so choose, you can also, if you don't want to be a consistent member, you can head over to our PayPal and make a one-off donation there as well. If you pay me, I can pay them. Then they don't have to go to their jobs, you know, and then we get, then we won't be doing, uh, 23, 24 season predictions in, it's going to be October by this point, but the, the, this episode comes out. So, you know, help me help you. Sign up today. That's why YouTube invited him to, you know, because he knows, yeah. knows what he's doing. Big YouTube star. Show us the jacket. Show us the jacket. You haven't shown it on the podcast yet. Oh, the jacket. One moment, guys. <laughs> nice little burgundy bomber jacket. Yeah, YouTube yeah. event all went Show us your little plaque as well. Show us your little plaque. Oh, the plaque. I don't know, but you're not on camera. You're not on camera. You can see Gerard. No, no, you are oh, on I'm camera. Now. I can see you. Yeah. You're on. You're, yeah, as long as you're on, Lee. As long as you're on my camera, that's all that matters. That's I can see you perfectly well. It's fine. This my, is the feed that flat. matters. There it is. There he is. <laughs> A little go, YouTube guys. star. Football sticker or something, isn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. But there was. It's trying to make it one of those FIFA ones, isn't it? You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's well, apart from the pace is 47. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, with our big YouTube star right here, uh, I'm still offended that I wasn't invited, but my my invitation must have got lost in the post somewhere. Now, honestly, well done, mate. Very proud of you. Well done. Thank you, mate. Uh, and uh, thank you for joining me again uh, this week. No problem been a pleasure uh let's go with tom he looks like he's about to pass out first <laughs> yeah uh thank you for joining me um yeah you were you, you remembered well done i'm getting there <laughs> okay now i'm gonna pass this to feeling and he's gonna do something because he thinks it's smart but it's the wrong show so i'm not gonna care but let's see if he does it feeling thank you for joining me again it's been emotional no, no, that's what you get out. Okay. Yeah. No, he didn't just do it. Actually, just to spite you. 
Legend. Yeah, that's fine. You, yeah, see, that's what I was expecting him to do, yeah. Because <laughs> he's so, petty. He's a petty, petty man. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I don't care on this show. I'm not really bothered. I don't really have a sign-off, so uh, thank you for joining me, Jenny. Either that, you're going nice to hear Tom snoring on the recording. <laughs> I'll start again. It's been very nice talking to you, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, and I, I look forward to speaking to you again soon. And for everyone listening, thank you for listening. Take care. Until next time. And there's plenty more clubs out on the pool. Take it to the corner, flag. No more questions from the local rag. Enjoyed the show? Why not check out Terrifying Tom wherever you get your podcasts? This has been a Rich Tea Entertainment production. Thank you for listening.